All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, on this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, Drew breaks down his draft day picks. You might want to have a pen and paper ready, people. We're also going to discuss Jay-Z's move to Puma, what that means to the whole shoe industry, and the laboratory is a real thing. Where is King James going to sign? On this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, Drew, kick our theme music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It is the follow through with Clips and Drew. You. Episode 39, Drew, and I swear to God, mm. I only know one number 39, and if it's this dude, I'm going to be really, really pissed. I really hope you have a different person than I, I think it is. I got three people. Well, that's two more than I got, and it better not be the guy that I think it is. Who's your guy? If if this if we follow up episode Kwame 38, Brown. Kwame Brown, if we follow it up with Greg Ostertag, I'm going to be really pissed. I, well, guess what? Oh, shut the fuck up, bro. Is it really? You can choose between <laughs> Greg Ostertag, the man himself. Oh, my God. Utah Jazz legend. Yeah. Tom Tolbert. Hey, former Clipper. Or Jeremy Grant. Guy oh. who's currently on the Oklahoma City Thunder was number 39 for during his time in Philadelphia. <sighs> so those are kind of weak well, options. It's, it's kind of got to be Ostertag. Tom he played Tolbert. against Michael Jordan in the finals. Got his ass kicked every year. I loved when Shaq went against him every time. It was fantastic to watch. I, I'm 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 very happy with the Greg you're, Oster tag. You're pro Oster tag. I mean, given given the list. Have you seen throwbacks of Tom Tolbert's hair though? Like Tom Tolbert. Tol- I can't even say his name. Tolberone. Tom Tolberone. <laughs> Tom, Tom Tolbert had some of the best hair fashions around. I don't know, bro. I don't know. You want it to be Ostertag? I mean, Greg Ostertag's hair was pretty money. <laughs> he didn't have any hair. He had that fantastic, like, just out of the military cut. Like, you remember um, <sighs> Little Giants? I do remember Little Spike's, Giants. Spike's dad haircut is who they had. The right flat there. top. The high fade the, flat yeah, top. The flat top right there, exactly. Oh, my God. So, Kwame Brown I love to Greg Ostertag. I Greg Ostertag. That's, I think that's that's my pick. All right, episode 39. This is the Greg fucking Ostertag episode. Better, I know there's better 40s, so I'm getting well, excited for 40s. Be a fun number. Yeah, that should be a good one. 
So got a got a bunch of shit going on. We got a uh, Drew's draft picks coming up here in a minute. Yep. We got uh, some trade some trade rumors. Where's Kawhi gonna go? What's up with LeBron? Um, but first, I want to start with this. Mm-hmm. Puma made a huge a huge play yesterday. Yeah, kind of out of left left field, right? I was completely shocked. I was not expecting this at all. I saw a picture of uh, DeAndre Ayton out front of Puma. Yep. And then he signed, and then. Bagley signed, and then they came out and announced that Jay Z's the 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 vice president right now. Yep. And then they have head of basketball. Head of basketball. Then they have Rihanna that signed to Puma a little while the, back. Yeah, they're, they're making this huge push. They've had some collaborations in like hip hop and and is it Meek Mill? Meek Mill was Puma. Uh, the weekend messed with Puma. Really? They've had like Selena Gomez and people like that. Kendall Jenner, I think, was was on Puma. They, they signed. Uh, Clyde Frazier to a Walt Clyde Frazier to a lifetime deal because he was yeah. the first person that they he was endorsed. Repping, he was repping it back in the seventies. I was actually talking about Puma doing this with my dad today. Really, and he remembers buying a pair of Pumas. He was in high school at the time when those like like the suede Pumas came out, right. and he thought they were they were pretty slick. And so I told him today that why that Clyde Frazier got the lifetime deal because he was like literally the only guy right. back in the day that was rocking. Do Pumas. you think your pops is going to get a pair of the Frasers? Uh, I bet if they were available, he would love that. I don't know if it's got the best uh, support for the for the, hey, for the big I kinda, man. I kind of like where they're the going canvas. with that, though, Drew. Think about that. There's a big piece of the pie. Um, I mean, obviously, Nike and Adidas yeah. has a huge piece of it. But that small piece that's still available, you guys all know I worked for Brand Black for a long time. Like, that small piece. It's a big piece. Yeah, it's a big, giant piece. Right. And when, when you have these influencers, quote, unquote, I hate saying that word because Jay-Z is more of an more than an influencer. Yeah. Um, but when you have these heavy hitters, we see how big these hip hop guys um, totally are in fashion. Yep. And I think that's going to be, especially if they make a good basketball shoe, they got the most likely the number one and the number two pick in the draft. Nike didn't get them. Uh, yeah. Aiden and Bagley. Yeah. Most, most At likely. At least they're two top five. Like, yes. Bottom, bottom line. Well, we'll, we'll hear later on We're Drew's draft picks. Exactly today. where I have them. Go. And I'm going to have my, my little say on your little picks. Cause okay. I already know a couple that I'm, right. I'm a little upset about. Okay. But anyways, they had mentioned, uh, DeAndre Aiden had said, you know, I've been wearing Nikes my whole life and I wore right. Adidas my whole life, but he said, this is a business opportunity for me. So they obviously gave them. And they got to come to him with some kind of a, a, a model because I, I, do you, have you seen a pair of Puma basketball shoes ever? Never. So my Never. point is, is like they had to have like at least a prototype that they can go with them and, and have them try it on. If if they just if they just said, hey man, we don't have it, anything. You're joining Puma. We're making it on the fly. By the time the season starts, you're going to have shoes that are going to be good basketball shoes. I would be a little wary of that. But my guess is that they probably had this in the works for a little while and have a prototype that I haven't seen. I'm excited to see what he looks Do you think they like. really care what they look like? Because think about they it. should if they're doing this. I mean, did Clay care about the Antas? I mean, Clay could have gone with anybody. Sure, but my point is, is that they actually turned out a decent shoe. Right. They turned, Clay's shoes aren't the worst-looking shoe. Right. Puma signing an influential director of basketball like Jay-Z, who's going to know a lot of uh, industry, like artists and stylists that'll influence. I'm sure they're going to... Their number one goal is to have a good basketball shoe. It should be. But probably 1B is the aesthetics and how many people they want to get to try and buy these shoes. And they're going the to. Public, right? I think I think Puma made a huge, huge push, dude. Shout out to Puma. I'm probably not going to be rocking your shit, but... I'm excited to see what it looks I'd, like. I'd be ni- it'd be nice and to I, see what I, it looks is like. Is it going to be like Air Aitens and MBG... M- how would you even say? MBG3s? I don't know. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. 
Uh, but they'll probably be a big man shoe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the shacks. Like yeah, the big old shack, the <laughs> hypnotized shacks. Those were good. Speaking of uh, DeAndre Ayton yeah. and Bagley, um, you have been waiting all week for this draft episode. I have, like I have done some preparation. You, you, this is your favorite research. time of the year. I did some research. Well, I'm looking forward to to hearing what you got. So I want to know. Sure. We're gonna do lottery. Drew's draft. Yeah, that's fine. Draft lottery. I want you to start at 14 and work my way down. That's what I want to hear. Okay. So I mean, I guess. Out and out, like I have a lot of what ifs kind of in the margins of my list because it really does depend on on the trades that are going to be made on on the day of drafting, like draft day. Uh, I I do think that the Kings are going to make a move out of the number two spot, so I don't think they're going to take that pick. I think they're going to they're moving down, and someone that wants a high uh, the player specifically that they want to jump up to two, like Memphis or. Uh, Dallas or whoever wants to get to that number two spot, I think they'll do that. But that being said, if we're just going to take it face value, no trades all the way out, my picks are as such. Uh, I have the Nuggets who have the 14th pick taking Zaire Smith, Texas Tech athlete. Unbelievable. Stud. Unbelievable athlete. Not much of a offensive game, but can athletically just run on the floor and play pretty much right now. And then you got the Clippers two picks here, back to back, mm-hmm. 13 and 12. Now, the way that I have this, I think the Clippers are going to draft a guard. There's some really nice guards that aren't going to be taken until their picks. So I have Lonnie Walker, guard from Miami, point guard, shooting guard, scorer, good athlete, going 13. And then Miles Bridges from Michigan State. Love him. Going 12 because I have him available there. Yeah, he'll be ready. He might even go up earlier than that. He could walk onto the floor. Yeah, there's a chance that Mm -hmm. that happens. He could walk onto the floor. Right now and play and play pro ball. Yeah, I I still think that the Clippers are going to make a push to to bat to bag up and uh, trade up. both those picks. We're really trying to make a, a a pull for Kawhi like everybody else. We wanted a package Tobias Harris and both the picks for for Kawhi, which I think is a lot. You would have to have some assurance that Kawhi would resign. resign yeah, I agree. We can't lose the whole you know can't lose the whole team. And Tobias Harris is nice. Like him a lot. So and we need somebody with with. With Kawhi. With Kawhi, or, it's, or yeah. it makes no sense. Right. So, uh, and then so after the, the, the 12th and 13th pick by the Clippers, uh, the 11th is the uh, Charlotte Hornets. And I think they're going to go point guard. Because Kemba's going to be gone? Just in case. Mm-hmm. You know, and it seems like when you shop your all-star the way that they did, it's kind of like oh, just a matter of time. He will be. Kemba Walker will, will be traded. And he's very good. Yes. So they should get something good for him. Probably one of the most underrated point guards in the NBA. Kemba doesn't get a lot of time. Kemba deserves to be in New York. He's he's yeah, he's he's proven to be a, an elite scorer, mm-hmm. a semi-elite scorer at that position. Uh, he's going to do great wherever he goes. I'm not – I don't have any problems with that. So b- – because of that, I have them drafting Colin Sexton from uh, Alabama. If he's late avail- too, huh? If he's available, that's late. No, but it, all of this, all of this, this is why I kind of wanted to start at the top because uh-huh. I had all my potential drafts and the way that it works out. So as I go up, you'll you'll see why I have him available. Okay. If he's not available, I have Kevin Knox going okay. from Kentucky, six uh, nine guy that that can probably even try and play the two a little bit, but he'll fill that three four spot. That they like to play with Marvin Williams, and mm-hmm. you know I think he'll fit in well with Jeremy Lamb. Anyway, I think they'll go there. But if Colin Sexton's available, he'll I think they'll draft him. I think he's going sooner, but yeah, I have the Sixers pick at ten to Mikhail Bridges, Villanova. 
lanky, small forward, six seven, national championship winner. Stud too. You know, seven foot two wingspan for a six seven guy. I think he's NBA ready. Maybe possibly the most NBA ready player. Like you could put him out there if if he was on the seventy sixers roster last year, he could have played Roy Coving uh, Robert Covington's spot, no problem. Low ceiling on him, really. Like, there's still a lot of room for him to grow, but I don't think he can turn into a superstar, which some of these guys, as we get up to the top of this draft, have superstar potential. I don't see that in him, but I do see him having, like, a nice 10, 12, 15-year career and doing very well as a role player. And Sixers need a small forward. Jumping to nine, the Knicks. This is where I have, initially, Kevin Knox going. Mm -hmm. Again, because I have Trey Young off the board already. And Trey, New York loves Trey Young. So I do think that, again, if Trey Young is in this spot available, I think Trey Young, Knicks will go Trey Young. Uh, if he's not available, I think they may go either Kevin Knox, like I have them now, or Colin Sexton. I, the only reason I don't have Sexton there, obviously I have Trey Young already not available. If Sexton is because they, they have Frankie, Frankie Nicotine, Frank Nicolita. Who's they really like. And I don't, and Hardaway. So, and they paid a lot of money for Hardaway. So I don't know if they necessarily want another point guard like on top of they got Moutier too they traded for Moutier so and they want Kyrie in, in 2019 so, so I, I do think that if Kevin Knox is available they, they might lean right. that way uh, I have the Cavs at eight with Wendell Carter Jr. seems to be pretty much a lock again they could go Trey Young if, if Trey's available at eight they may go Trey Young um, if not Wendell Carter is a guy that's probably going to give you 18 18 and eight you think so right out the right out yeah. the gate yeah he's a good free throw shooter uh, good low post score, probably an. Ad- Cleveland needs a guard though, dude. Adequate defender, which is fine. Right. I just think I think at eight you want best available player, right. unless LeBron is coming down and saying, "Look, I'm staying, and this is who I want mm-hmm. you guys to pick," which is unlikely. So Wendell Carter eight. I have the seven. Uh, uh, Chicago Bulls at seven, going Michael Porter Jr. That's huge. He would love. He would be great in Chicago. And I think they're willing to take a risk on him. I think the reason that he'll be available is because again the Kings might go for him. Yeah. And if they trade down, he won't be available. But that if he's available, I think this, the Bulls will go because him and Markinen, Laurie Markinen, as like a, a three-four kind of a combo, and Zach Levine, it, they're just going to be so long. I don't, I don't it's think worth the risk. It's worth the risk if he's there. If 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 Michael Porter Jr.'s there at eight, you have seven. to seven. Yeah, you have to take him. Yeah, I, think I don't think. I think he's going to be. I'm calling this now. He's going to be the trade bait. He might be yeah. taken at two or three. Totally. Trade it up. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about scenarios too in a minute. Right. I know Memphis is in love with him too. Yep. Um, but Chicago would be awesome. That'd be humongous. So the only reason that I have him even dropping that low is because of his medical history. He's still kind of injured. And didn't uh, they, wasn't there something that went on this week mm-hmm. where like, uh, he had a workout but canceled the workout yes. and instead they just showed medical records of like what what's yeah. been going on with so him they canceled one uh be, due to his back hip it was like, a what? thigh injury or like a hip flexor th- and it, it supposedly had nothing to do with his previous back injury that kept him out all season for missouri so it's a different injury but again it's not good he, the fact that he has another injury and he played nine games dude and a, supposedly it was just like a minor thing. They just wanted to not rush it. And I guess he's reset his schedule for for that workout he was going to do. I think he's trying to get done right before the draft. Isaiah Thomas came out and said, you know, he's the best player in the draft. And he just might be the best, the most complete player in the draft. It's possible. But again, it's kind of like, you know, that problem that Nerlens Noel had, you know, and, and the thing with Kyrie. Kyrie only played a certain amount of games. But 
I don't know, man. I, it depends on these workouts, and we have I haven't seen any of his workouts. Uh, I watched him play a little bit before he went to Missouri because mm-hmm. he was kind of the number one player high school. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was like arguably the number one player coming out. Uh, so I watched a lot of his high school stuff, and then I watched a little bit of him playing in Missouri. But he's just not the same guy when he was out there. He was still injured. Right. He tried to come back for the NCAA tournament, just didn't work out. So uh, I have him there uh, at seven. Again, he may not be there. At six, this is where I have Trey Young going. I have the Orlando Magic at six. So early. Taking Trey Young, which is why, again, he wasn't available for the Knicks. And I know this is a reach, but I think right now, the way that the Magic are built, they have a lot of really tall players. Isaac, they drafted last year. Aaron Gordon, Vucevic, or Vujicic, Vujovic, or whatever his name is. Uh, Biombo. Like, they have all these pretty, pretty tall back line and and no shooters right what they need right now is scores <laughs> right and and i think they could use an electric guard and and they're in a position right now where results really don't matter so if trey young sucks uh they can kind of give him some time to be shitty and work it out like steph curry didn't really hit until his fourth fifth year in the league neither did kemba walker either kemba was kind of the same way so my point is right. and and you see the talent that trey young has out there regardless of the way that he finished his college season He's a talented player, and he he's gonna get some shots off. So, I think it's worth taking because number one, he might at least build some interest in the regular season games for the the fan base in Orlando to come out and watch him play. So he'll sell tickets, which is huge. Uh, and number two, he has he has a legit chance to become a really really talented player, possibly all star, if he gets his shit together. And, and like you off. said, nothing to lose. Like right. he can go out there, and if he's got the green light, if yeah. he's a starting point guard, yeah, which he probably would be, totally. Um, but they don't. Another thing with Orlando, though, they don't know if Aaron Gordon's going to be back next year. They might, and their team's restricted horrible. free agent. Yeah. They've come out and said they're going to match any offer. Right. So most likely he'll he'll be there, um, unless that's some sort of ploy. Uh, but but even he's not great either. Though that's, it's a good cornerstone. <laughs> right. It's not. He can't. He can't be the best player on your team if you're looking to contend for a championship. Totally. Um, now, if they don't want to risk it, I think they will look at Michael Porter Jr. at six. I think they will look at uh, Wendell Carter, too, because, again, scoring help. But that's still a lot of bigs that they have. They may want to try and trade Vujovic. uh, And so they could draft him and then trade Vujovic. I also think Kevin Knox is, like, really kind of a guy that they could use also um, to support when Evan Fournier is completely injured for another year. You can have (laughs) someone, you know, a scorer like Kevin Knox come in and play the three or, or the two. Uh, but yeah, I have Trey Young going six. So if we move up to the Mavericks at five, I have this is where I have Mo Bamba going. I have Bamba at five. At five, my yeah. guy. Yeah, and I think that's if if he falls to the Mavericks, I think they'd be dumb not to take him at five. There's a chance he's not available again. Some people may reach for him earlier. Freak athlete, uh, project on the offensive end, but has potential to be world class. They released a video today of him shooting threes, and his, his form looks really nice. Yep. He was hitting. You know, he wants to be that stretch. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of him. I think he can go. I think he can go number one if shit got crazy. He Who could. knows? He could. So moving up. Yeah. Uh, Grizzlies at the four spot. This is where it really kind of depends. These one, two, three, four, and five included really does depend on what moves are presented and how, how badly teams want to jump into this top five. So, again, we're doing this as it's laid out. The Grizzlies, I have taking Jaron Jackson uh, because I have the Hawks at three taking Bagley. I have the Kings at two taking Doncic, and I have the Suns at one taking Aiden. Now, I'm pretty positive that Aiden's going number one. Every every report seems to be, and and the only people that haven't seemed to come out and say it is Phoenix, which makes me think that they could be 
bluffing everybody. They refuted the Kawhi for the number one pick. Right. They were the San Antonio looked to do that and said, "No, nah, we ain't doing no, that." That's, we're good on that. We're good on that. Smart move. I think so too. Yeah. I mean, again, and I'm oh, sorry. We'll get into Kawhi so, in a minute. Go. The last thing I'll say is I do think Aiton is going to be on okay. the Suns. Now. This is where it really kind of gets dicey. The Kings, I think, will trade down because it seems like they're in love with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Marvin Bagley right now. So they may just take Bagley at two uh, and then Doncic falls. Or they may trade down because they want Porter and they can get more if they trade down to four, five, six. Then it really kind of depends on what the Hawks value. The Hawks could take Jaron Jackson at three. They could take Luka if he falls to them at three. Uh, obviously, if Bagley's there, I think they take Bagley. So the way that I have it down, Aiton number one, Doncic number two, Bagley three, Jaron Jackson four, Mo Bamba five. That's my top. And Mo Bamba said today that he doesn't. He's not going to to Memphis. Like, don't even trade me. Didn't send him in the in the or sorry, don't even pick me. Memphis Grizzlies said Mo Bamba said I'm not coming. He does not want to play for Memphis. No, I'm not. Then didn't send the medical records and Why? say anything. I'm not going there. I thought this was happening for the Kings, not for no. Memphis. Whoa. No, it was from Memphis. Why did because they're horrible, and really? maybe he doesn't want to go to doesn't want to stay in the South. Wow, I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, but I, I also don't like that shit. I know. Like, what is that? I don't. There's a couple things I don't like with these NBA fucking dudes right now, <laughs> and that's one of them. I don't like I don't like the kids saying like where I, I'm not going to play here. I won't play here. You know right. what I mean? Like, be thankful you're going to the NBA. Memphis is a great basketball town. The, the team may fucking suck, but part of the rumors that we heard in the beginning were that. Donchins didn't want to play for the Kings and was considering removing his name from the draft. You know, we'll see what happens. I have a feeling that Donchins might fall to three, four, or five. It seems like that too. Because if the Kings trade down, the people trading up probably won't take Doncic. I have no problem seeing the Kings, Hawks, and Grizzlies pass on him, which is crazy. I d- I think definitely. I see. I I don't see the King. The Kings would be a really good fit for him. I think that's what we all think, just because they got fucking Vlade and and right. Peja in the front office, and they literally have nothing to lose either. But they kind of have. They got something good with our boy uh, Darren Fox. Yeah, Fox is up there. Right. Can build around him a little bit. It's uh, the only thing NBA teams are worried about about Luca is his explosiveness. He's not the right. fastest. You can teach that though. You can work on that. And he's going to be around NBA um, trainers for forever. Totally, you have so all summer. He's then, he, he's going to transform. His body will transform. They he can score the basketball, yeah. and that's the number one thing that people care about. Right. I think most of your picks right there. Obviously, I think there's a lot that's going to change in the next couple weeks. Being yes. that people teams are going to. I mean, some of these players are coveted, dude. We're seeing we're seeing Michael Porter Jr.'s stock rise, although he's not doing anything. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, we already know what Bagley and Aiton can do. Everybody's still a little curious about Luca. You know, like yeah. he's get, he's gaining a lot of hype right now. They were saying he could possibly be n- number one. We had said that he could possibly be yeah. number one. Um, a couple of those players that you have at the end, Kevin Knox, like him a lot. Yes, he might. You had him either ten or six, right? So I have, like I have him as early as six uh-huh. and as late as eleven, right? So uh, he'll go in that mix. Two other guys that I, I want to just mention is Shy Gilgis Alexander. Is a six six point guard shooting guard that I think Clippers worked him the, out. The Clippers could take mm-hmm. him. He is dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what hell of an athlete! I I don't think he's completely ready to come in and score right away, but he could learn. He has the, all the potential to be a starting guard in the NBA. And then Robert Williams from Texas A and M, kind of a big guy, not necessarily meant for the Clippers to take, but that's someone people could look at towards the later end of 
uh, the lottery as someone that they could take. Like maybe maybe the Clippers go for him because he's he's pretty well developed. And I do think like late round like kind of star like the Kuzma of this year. Dante DiVincenzo. That's the guy. That's I the guy right now. Everyone should that everyone in that later round, including the Lakers, including the Celtics. Everyone. Ooh, he'd be a good Laker. Philadelphia has a pick, you know, twenty six pick. Villanova. That'd be perfect. So, like, I think he'll he'll be able to contribute right away to a, to a team. He's athletic. His teammates raved about him. His teammates said this dude shows up, clocks yeah. in every day. Puts in that work, and, and he seems to be ready to go. As far as like his his confidence, confidence level, is on the high, and and his game, honestly, like the the way that he's able to pull up, he had, he hit some NBA mm-hmm. shots in that in that final game yep. that, that he played for Villanova, just dropped all those points. So, uh, I think he's kind of my late round superstar. That's interesting, Drew. I think those those are all great picks. Yeah, uh, and we're gonna be doing a, a post draft day. Special, I think, because it's going to be our one-year anniversary, and right. we might as well. We'll see how good Drew's draft picks are. Yeah, we'll see how this all turns out. And I want to tell you what I think the Clippers are going to do with their picks, because I don't think we're going to have a pick, dude. You think you're going to give it up for a veteran? We have. It's. I. I got moves. We're going to make. You're making moves. We're going to talk about it on the next segment. Okay. Yo, if you have not heard about it already, the Follow Through with Clips and Drew podcast has teamed up with our boys over at Soul Science. We have our own signature shoe fragrance called Vesuvius. Head on over to soulscience.co, type in Clips and Drew, get yourself a bottle of Vesuvius and have your kicks smelling sweet. We are back. It's the Follow Through with Clips and Drew. The Greg Ostertag, the the highly anticipated Greg Ostertag, episode 39. You think Greg Ostertag's on Instagram? If he is, we should find him and tag him. We definitely should tag him. We should find and tag him. I think he'll appreciate it. (laughs) Let's put him on there, dude. So, lots been going on. You guys got your draft picks from Drew. Um, We're going to match him up and see see how good he did on those. Hope you guys took notes. Because Drew kind of knows what he's talking about here on that. I feel like I do. I know You're I'm, very confident, Drew. I know I'm going to be wrong, but I feel like I got this a good feeling on this. On you should this see stuff. the way Drew's sitting right now. Drew's sitting like he's a king right king now. King in the castle. <laughs> king in the castle. King in the castle. I have a chair. I have a chair. Oh, go do this. Go do this. King in the castle. <laughs> um, so in this segment, dude, we got we got to talk about just what's going on with Kawhi. What's going on with LeBron. We're hearing... We're hearing so much shit, and I've been adamant all week talking about... I mean, I'm listening to Laker fans talk, and they're like, oh, well, we're getting Paul George, Kawhi, and LeBron on the team. <laughs> you know, as Laker fans do, they do that. that that's a possibility. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's a possibility. I don't... I'm very adamant on this, guys, and I want, I want everybody to listen to me on this. And we've said this on different podcasts. I do not see the San Antonio Spurs giving up their star player to another team in the Western Conference, knowing that the possibility of LeBron maybe coming to L.A. and building another super team. I don't see Pop and the Spurs doing that. They're, they're, adamant, yeah. they're adamant about not trading in the Western Conference, and I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that, Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention, I mean, how does this work out? Your, your, th- your three trade op- the only trade options that the Lakers have are Kuzma, Ingram, and Lonzo. Your three best players, right? Yeah, I mean, those are our top assets, yeah. You give up, in at least two of them have to go. And the way I'm seeing it, and from what I'm hearing, is Magic's at the point right now where he wants to get wants to wash his hands of, of the Ball family. And I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. 
I think Lonzo has to be in the package deal that goes to San Antonio. And I don't see Popovich or the Spurs wanting that drama, that distraction right. either. Right. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah. I, that's definitely not what the Spurs are about. They, they, they do a good job avoiding those type of players. And if, and, and this too, like if it's, if it's, if it's Ingram and Kuzma to San Antonio for Kawhi, that's a, that'd be great for the San Antonio Spurs. I see that. It'd be really good. But then, why would Kawhi want to come to a Kuzma-less, Ingram-less squad when Lonzo's your your guy now? You know what I mean? With sure. and there's no guarantee that that LeBron is coming. Right. So, I, I the one thing that I think you're underestimating is I I do think that the players recognize that Lonzo is pass first and will get them the ball. So there's an aspect of superstars across the board that identify Lonzo as a guy who will who will pass them the ball freely and often. And likes to shine as a distributor more than he likes to shine as a scorer. So having him as the point guard, I don't think is a detriment necessarily other than the off-court stuff, right? His family and the package, the ball package, isn't appealing necessarily. But I don't think it's his actual game that will prevent someone from signing because they don't want to play with him. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. We're, this isn't a bash Lonzo Ball no, the no. way he plays. We, I, You're a fan. I think his, his upside is very good. People like him. Yeah. It's these little things, Drew. Now, check this out. This is the biggest offseason in a long time. Yeah. That, you know, literally the, the, the greatest player on the planet is up for grabs. Kawhi Leonard, the probably the best two-way player, you know, in the game is up for grabs. There's this draft where there's all these amazing players coming out. And your Lonzo Ball's dropping a rap album <laughs> where he's dissing Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your teammate. And I just think I, uh, dude, I get it. Okay. They're kids. It's, yeah. it's June. You know, we all know, we all know Lonzo likes to rap. We all know that Lonzo and Kuzma are BFF. They're yeah. besties. Yeah. They're known on Instagram and Twitter for roasting each other. But I think the timing of that. And the way Magic, Magic shut that shit down really quick. He did, yeah. He shut it down really quick. If I don't even think, and I did hear the rebuttal from Kuzma, but I don't think that shit was dropped. No, I got to hear it because I'm lucky like that. Uh-huh. Um, and it was whack too. Just I'm like sure it, was. it was just, it's so childish. And I just, I, I, I said this on our Instagram, dude. It's just, I think there's a time and a place for everything. And once you put on that Laker jersey. Or that Celtic jersey, there's this sense of responsibility that the professionalism yeah. that comes with it. Sure. He, he's not, she, yeah, Shaq did it back in the day when he was on Orlando. Kobe tried it. Kobe, right. You know, there's been a bunch of players that hip hop culture and the NBA are, are forever fused together. Uh, but the whole rapping thing is completely ridiculous and it, it doesn't need to really be talked about, in my opinion. I don't know. I think, I think it does because I really think it was a bigger situation than people thought because. LeBron is notorious for not wanting to play with kids. He didn't want to play with Andrew Wiggins. Right. You know what I mean? He has a, a, adults minus Henny, Henny, Henny J.R. Yeah. Smith on his team. Yeah, yeah. He likes to play with veterans. I don't yeah. see LeBron. I, I just don't. I, I, he doesn't want to come to babysit. So let me get back to, to Kawhi. Okay. Where do you think he stands uh, like a percentage of staying in Houston? Do you think he's 100%? In San Antonio? Yeah. Or sorry. Not, yeah. San Antonio, not Houston. Do you think... 
Do you think he's 100% staying in San Antonio, 100% leaving? Like, he's 100% gone from San Antonio. So he's not going to be a spur. I don't I do not think he will be a spur. Okay. Um So then it looks then this is why I I know that you're saying the Lakers are on the table. And I understand why. But as the Spurs, if you know he's gone, you have to try and recoup everything you can for him. Totally. So if that means trading Kawhi to the Lakers for Ingram and somebody else, because, yeah, I do agree. I don't think they'll take Lonzo. Ingram or somebody else or Ingram and Kuzma, whoever it is, I still think they have to leave that option on the table. They can't just remove it because if that is truly the best offer that they get, they should take it or at least take it very seriously. I totally agree. And I don't see another team that has something to match that other than like the Celtics or the Sixers. As far as assets and teams that Kawhi might want to go play for, maybe the Knicks. I, I that's where I'm. That's where I'm looking. Okay. I'm thinking. I just. I don't think they're going to trade in the Western Conference. You're completely right, Drew. Yeah. You have to, as a general manager and a president, you have to look at the best options. Yes. And you kind of have to take the best option on the table. Right. Um. And the Lakers might have the best. Might have the best package going. Exactly. But I just feel that. They've never done it before. And if, why would you want to help build a, another super team in the West that you're going to have to go up against? They're smarter than that. And then some people replied, well, Pop's not going to be there anymore. He's not going to be the coach. He might retire. Don't think that Pop's not going to have something to do with the Spurs though. Like that's his life. Uh, the Spurs are a very smart organization. We all know this. Uh, if they're trying to get young talent, yeah, that'd be a nice, that'd be an, an, a so good thing to do. Here's the here's the thing that I think we can sometimes forget is how bad the Cavs looked after trading Kyrie Irving. That was just last year that they got swindled essentially on that trade, and it, for all intents and purposes, in the beginning, wasn't as bad of a trade as it turned out to be because Isaiah turned out wasn't to be, playing though turned out to be way more unhealthy than I think the mm-hmm. Cavs ever could have predicted. But when that happens in the league and someone like the superstar caliber of a Kyrie Irving gets to Boston for so little going back, I think it puts every GM on notice that they can't be, they, they don't want to be the next, that person. Mm-hmm. So like the, the, the Spurs GM is, I don't know his name, but I know he's been there for a long time and the Spurs do things very, very well. So I think they'll, they don't have as high a risk as looking stupid. Uh, as some franchises might when trading Kawhi, but I think that that thing does affect the whole league when a, when a trade like that goes down, and no one wants to make that mistake again. I totally agree with you. The other thing that I I just it really pisses me off, Drew, and we kind of touched about it, touched on it on the first segment, was like I don't like how these NBA players can like tell the organizations that they're under contract with where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Like okay, yeah, I want to go to Los Angeles. Yeah, fucking Kawhi, everybody wants to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> everybody wants to go to New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. But there needs there's a reason why there is like the salary cap and all this so teams like Milwaukee and like Orlando can be in the mix for some of these players. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's 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 not a shocker that Kawhi wants to come to Los Angeles. He's from, you know, relatively the area. Everybody wants to be a Laker, you know. Yeah. Clippers are making a push for him. Yeah. They are they're definitely in the, the top four or they five have teams. Some assets too. We have assets and and you know, the Spurs are big on picks too. Yeah. You know, I mean we do have the twelve and thirteen. We're gonna offer Tobias Harris as well in that deal. And yeah. Tobias would be a perfect Spurs player. 
Um, he's only 26 years right, old. Right, right. And he showed that he he showed that, that boy he's can play. Good. He's he, a good player. He is. And the and the Spurs are losing Rudy Gay. We found, or possibly we found that he's going to be a free agent, so most likely he's not going to be a Spurs. And Drew year. said that Rudy Gay will most likely sign with Golden State again. Yeah, veterans uh, minimum. Right. Go get a ring to go chase a ring. And I don't blame him. But the whole the. All of this is so fucked up now, Drew. And yes, we can say it started with LeBron and, and the Heatles. Kevin Durant <laughs> and, and the Golden State Warriors have literally fucked up everything. Cause now these superstars know we can't do this on our own. Right. We can't just MJ and bully, bully the shit to a title. It's not going to work like that. We need to team up. <laughs> you know, we got to do LeBron's got to play with Chris Paul or Paul George or Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? In order to none of the LeBron especially is not going to make not going to go to a team where they automatically cannot make it to the finals. And you said it and it stuck with me for two for the past couple of weeks. LeBron loves to get to the finals. It's 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 big. It's big for him. Yeah. You had mentioned that. You know, if he comes to the Lakers or goes to Houston, that they might get knocked out in the first round, um, or the second, or round, the second or round, the Western Conference Finals. Right, they got to go through Golden State. Yes, that's why I think it's. I think it would be better for LeBron and better for Kawhi. I think LeBron's going to definitely be with one of these two players, Kawhi, Kawhi or, or Paul, George. Paul George. I think I think that's going to be the plan. We know Chris Paul's recruiting LeBron hard. Uh, the score came out today and said, or no, excuse me, Stephen A. Smith came out today and said that Chris Paul is telling people that LeBron wants to go to Los Angeles. And of, but of course, we don't know what LeBron's thinking. Right. We have no idea, but I think he knows that he has, he will not come to LA if there is not another superstar with him. You know what I mean? Even I if, agree. even if, it, and LeBron can sign, this is the, this is the difference between everything is LeBron can sign wherever the fuck he wants. Whatever team he chooses, as long as they can make the kid that make the money. Yeah. You know, if you put LeBron on the Lakers right now, I don't see them going to the finals. I don't. No, if, we're, we're exponentially better, but again, I, we're not, we're probably not going to be able to beat the Warriors. And I also, I, that's why I, I, I think that LeBron's going to stay in the East. I think that, like we've said in previous episodes, that, that New York would be great. Boston, and I've been hearing talks about how they would, wouldn't mind getting rid of Kyrie. Like they would mind, but he might be gone into New York in 2019 right. anyways. Right. Um, and if, and if, don't think for a second that if Danny Ainge has the opportunity to get LeBron James, he will take, he will get LeBron James, mm-hmm. whether Kyrie likes it or not. Yeah. Um, so what do you, I mean, do you think, who do you think is the best fit? Do you think it's, it's Houston? Do you think it's the yeah. Lakers? Like, what do you, what are you seeing? So, I mean, we talked about this a little bit, uh, last week's podcast and it really is so hard to go from week to week and, and see who's in the lead for the LeBron race. And, I still feel like the Cavs have a chance here. Uh, I, I've been harping on this forever. I still think the Cavs are very much in play. And it does seem, all the talk really does seem like he wants to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to go, I wouldn't be shocked for him to go to L.A. Because I think there's bigger things than just basketball at play at this point in his life. Because if it was just basketball... You're right, dude. L.A. wouldn't be. You don't think a that decision. after how they just lost the NBA Finals yeah. has anything to do with that? You don't think he wants another stab at the does. at these guys in the finals? But I, he does. I think for the first time in his life, I think he has to weigh taking another stab at the Warriors with the the concerns and the well being of his family from his perspective. 
This is the very first time that he's making that decision with this kind of family aspect. Uh, he's loved his children the whole time. I'm not saying anything about that. But right now, the dynamic is that he's got kids that are entering high school. And where they want to go to high school and where he thinks it's best for them to go to high school is on the same platform as, as do I want to get to the finals again? Do I want to stay in the East? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time he's dealing with this, which is why I know we don't know what he's thinking. Because this is his first time approaching the situation from this dynamic. So as much as I agree with everything we're saying, and, and, and if it's entirely basketball-based, his decision is entirely basketball-based, we're correct 100%. Stay in the East. Go build with the Sixers. Go build with New York. Or stay in Cleveland. Stay in where Cleveland. The, they're saying, you know, if Kawhi goes to Cleveland. Right. And they're, they're, they are pushing for Kemba Walker right now. Yep. If they could get Kemba and Kawhi. Oh, my God. And I'm LeBron. Jeez. And I could stay in Cleveland. Kevin Love has to go at that point. Tristan probably has to go at that point. And they have to draft somebody good. I, and they have that pick. That, that pick. <clears throat> But that pick would probably go for Kawhi. That's what I'm saying. But if they're trying to get that chip right now, I just I think I think Cle- uh, LeBron's over Cleveland. It'd be nice sure. if he could say. I think that'd be great for his legacy to stay. I think you come to the Lakers, and I've said this to you for a couple of years. If if LeBron comes to the Lakers, to me, it puts a stain on his legacy because it's like, all right, I'm going to play in the same team as you know that Kobe and Magic and Shaq and like I'm just following their footsteps and mm. what so he's going to have a he's going to have a statue in three different arenas think about that he might. He, he might have his jersey if if he comes to Los Angeles jersey retired in three different arenas well he's got to win something first we don't just give it to you for showing up that's very true the clippers might yeah shut the fuck the up clippers true. might do that i was going to i knew that shit was coming Lakers, you got to win a couple rings um and hey again i i don't think that we're not in the talks if we can get Kawhi leonard the clippers being we have two picks we're gonna get rid of milos's contract we got a decent player in tobias harris to get rid of we might be able to keep deandre if lebron ends up staying we're not gonna max deandre out though he's 30 you know like yep. but he'd be a great pick he'd be a great if he stayed with us yeah and and say the los angeles clippers god willing once in my life i would love to see this happen Make it to the NBA Finals with we can get two superstars, dude. We can get them. <laughs> the hope, the hope we is can, there. But it makes Kawhi happy he's in Los Angeles, yep. and it makes LeBron happy he's in Los Angeles. But again, is Popovich going to trade to the trade to the Clippers? I don't see it happening. It's going to be a wild couple weeks right here, Drew. I think some of these guys that are coming up in this draft are gonna are gonna be part of this deal too. Definitely. You know, if, if if the Spurs can get a top four pick right now with that trade for Kawhi, you, you, that's what you might have to look at. Yeah. You know, and whether it be think if Kawhi's got to go to Memphis, you know what I mean? Or Kawhi's got to go to Sacramento. Right. You know, I think I think Popovich would trade him to Sacramento because they ain't going to do shit. For, <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I, I can see that happening. I could see him sending him to Memphis. Sure. But I do not see I don't see the, the as much as I want to see it. I mean, would you want to see that as a as a Laker fan? You want to see LeBron? Because all these, I mean, most most LeBron haters are Laker fans. Yeah, most LeBron haters were Kobe supporters. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's essentially how it went. The divide. The, there was a rift created by the media, and uh, yeah, everyone kind of took sides. I know a lot of my Laker fans, my friends that are Laker fans, would love for LeBron to show up. I wouldn't be distraught over it but laker fans like winning 
we're not used to losing. It's been several years now where we're just terrible. And if you stay on this course, it's going to be the same for, for another three or four years. Right. You know, if you can keep the core of Lonzo and Kuz and Ingram, you got something to build on. Yes. You know, we're building right now. Right. And we're in a good position. So would you get rid of those young assets for this uh-huh. is the other thing we haven't talked about, Drew? We don't fucking know what Kawhi Leonard is right now. He hasn't played in a year. You know, he's been hurt. We haven't seen him work out. It's obvious the camp that he keeps around him is kind of, you know, uh, not who we thought it would be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He has a riff with management. Uh, we haven't seen him play. So yeah. would you be willing to give up two of your best players, your right. rising stars? Right. Would you right now? So for Kawhi, I, yeah, I would be able to figure that out in my head. Mm-hmm. Like giving up Ingram would be really tough, but that's clearly what the Spurs would want. You know, if it's Ingram and Kuzma, that's a lot. That's a lot for me to handle. But again, it would have to I, I be. Probably, I could probably make that work in my head because I really do value Kawhi. He is younger than LeBron. We don't know physically where he is, but there's an assumption that you know he's good to go at least on some level, or else there wouldn't be this much. Well, San Antonio is going to make it look like he's good to go too. Of course, as they should. <laughs> right. For LeBron, I really wouldn't. You know, I ideally, if he comes, we just sign him as a free agent and keep everybody. I would prefer to get Kawhi if I if I had to choose between the two. As a Laker fan, I would want Kawhi and I wouldn't want LeBron. If what I had if to you choose end, between the what two. if you end up with neither Kawhi or LeBron? Yeah. but you get the Paul George who you've wanted forever. Great. If that happens, and I think we actually probably make a push at Demarcus Cousins. Depends on how ready we want to be this year, or how much value we have on this next upcoming free agency class. Um, I think if we want to be good this year, DeMarcus is a guy that we've had on our radar for several years. Obviously, you have to evaluate how he's recovering from the Achilles. But I think if Kawhi and LeBron fall through, but we get Paul, that's what we want. And then we go from there. We go look at Chris Paul. We go look at Boogie Cousins. What do you think that does to... to I thought about this today while I was uh, at the gym. How much of a ring chaser would fucking Chris Paul look like if he comes back to Los Angeles? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he leaves the Clippers to go to Houston to chase the ring. Very close. Mm-hmm. Almost had it. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't really work out. Right. And then something's popping over here in Los Angeles again. I'm going to pop over here and do that. Yeah. He look he would look like a super ring chaser. And yeah. and I don't blame him either. Right. But he's got something good in Houston. I think he's going to make the biggest push for LeBron. Here's the thing is everyone's going to look like a ring chaser. because Now, they have to. They have to now. Because the, the Warriors have it. Right. The, they ain't handing out rings. Right. So everyone's got to do something. You're so right. Yeah. And that's what the NBA has come to now. And that's mm-hmm. how it's going to be. And the players dictate, the, your star players dictate what your organization does. We saw t- today that Giannis uh, said he doesn't want to play with Jabari Parker or Bledsoe anymore. So they're going to they're gonna be on the block. Those are two good players, too, the Spurs might be interested in. That's something you, I was thinking about, too, is, th- is trying to trade, sign Jabari, and then trade Jabari and Bledsoe to the Spurs. I don't, again, I don't know if Bledsoe's a Spurs kind of caliber player, right. like mentally and right. off the court issues and demeanor. Um, he's, he's still talented. So and is Parker. Need, and they need a point guard. And Jabari, who I was, yeah, who I was going to get to there, Jabari is good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, knee problems. Gotta, gotta watch those. Get right. some braces on them, whatever. And you have to take that into consideration. But he is going to give you 20 points a game if you give him the right minutes. And that would trade Kawhi to the Eastern Conference. Exactly. And that gets the Spurs what they want. And they probably, Milwaukee probably has some picks, right? Future picks that they can, you know, dice in there to make mm-hmm. it look a little bit better. Milwaukee, 
could be making a play. And the and Pop would love sending Giannis Kawhi. and Kawhi <laughs> on the hey, same team. Hey, Thon Maker. Hey, also. Thon Maker is the future of the NBA. People. Yeah, uh, well, that's a bold statement. True, <laughs> that's a very bold statement. I like Thon Maker, but that's a very bold statement. He hit, he hit two threes, and, and it changed my perspective. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's just interesting. I, I really feel that the whole dynamic, the whole shift is not necessarily going to change, but because obviously the, the Warriors have, you know, have set the bar and these, I think we'll be shocked too with, with where these guys end up choosing to go. Cause now I feel like Philly's not even in the discussion anymore for LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it that sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I think Philly would be willing to trade the trade Markel Fultz if they wanted to. You know Could. what I mean? Could get rid and of him. Number 10 pick. And they have, and that and pick. They have a 26th pick also See? in this draft. Oh, let's think about that, Drew. Yep. That might be, that might be where it's at. Yep. Hey, Kawhi to Philly? Yeah. Would be. That's a really, that's really dope. Damn. There's so many different scenarios. It's like playing with the fucking Rubik's Cube. Okay. Yep. Like this. Sh- I could, I could come up with an idea of Dario Saric, Covington. And two picks and the tenth pick mm-hmm. or a future pick, yeah, two picks. Mm-hmm. You can throw in Redick, you can for, th- or, or no? Why Redick's a free Redick's agent. gone? Yeah, that's right. Redick's a free agent. He's free agent. Uh, but you you do that, you get Saric, Covington, and a pick, and you get Kawhi Leonard, and you have a squad. Wow, that'd be huge. Look at that squad. Hey, Drew. Hey, we we got a lot of we got a lot of different things going on. So here. many scenarios. But I don't like. I just don't like how players can pick where they want to go. Okay, I want to go to LA. That's awesome. Yeah, that doesn't mean I think we it's have to. Okay, honestly, to me, it doesn't bother me. I know it's something we're gonna have to get used to because the players really are starting to uh, value themselves correctly, and they can make these demands. Like not if you're under contract mm-hmm. and you want out. If no, you, but but they're well within their right to say, look, I don't. I'm not gonna. No one can make me sign anywhere. You have the right to trade me. But I'm I have all the power in the world to say I'm not going to sign there, so they're taking their power into their hands. I understand why. The That's whole- why you wait till you're an unrestricted free agent, though, dog. Right. When you're under your contract, you play your fucking contract out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You got he's got one more year, right, to play to be unrestricted, or Correct. he could and he can max out next he year. Could sign this year for a ma- or for next year for a max. Mm-hmm. The the whole thing is like I understand that play your contract out and then go say where you want to go. But if you if they're gonna trade you, you don't have a say in that. Your only say is to is to tell the team to stop them from trading you is that I'm not gonna resign here. So it's it's the only power that they have while they're under contract is to say, look Like Kyrie did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna be traded. Mm-hmm. So be it. And if I don't trade me, I'm just going to sit out. My knees, my knee hurts. Right. And he didn't. And and the initial trade didn't go through for the Suns. Right. Because he said, "I'm not going to resign there." Sun says, "Well, okay. Well, then never mind. Right. We'll see you later." Right. So that is, I think it's okay because they're taking as much control as they can in a league that's very cutthroat. But again, Drew, how can you be under contract? You know, you're playing for an organization. You're going to pay twenty million dollars, Kawhi. $20 million he made last year. It would make this year. Mm. And then you got one year to play on your contract and say, I want to be traded, but I only want to be traded here. And right. here. I, I think it's, I personally think it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, that's especially to an organization that in a city that that's treated you very well, that you've treated well, you know, they love you. They don't love you anymore. They've already been burning your Jersey. <laughs> well, and that shit was really quick. The fact that he was able to attend a Dodger game and not one single playoff game for the Spurs Ouch. is a little that's bit. A, 
And we know the seats at the Dodger games aren't as nice as the one he would have got courtside. Hey, and if things don't work out for Kawhi in Los Angeles, he can yeah. always be a professional Fortnite player. You know, because he's, he's, he's probably pretty good. He's at that. really good at he's that good now, at that now too. That's true. That Him and Gordon sense. Hayward. That's funny. Hey, so we're coming up on our one year anniversary this week. Um, this is big, Drew. Yeah. Our first uh, our first podcast we ever did was on draft day last year, and uh, hopefully we can find a uh, some snippets. I found it. I have it. Did you? Oh, is it, is it. it any good? I, no, it's terrible. Is it bad? I think it's bad. Shut the fuck up. How it's bad? Funny. It's funny. Why? Because we were we were so anxious. I think we were very excited. Uh huh. You could hear it in our voice. We're talking way too fast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, our analysis is fine. Mm-hmm. We we just we didn't really because it was it was post draft. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any predictions. We were just kind of laying it out. It was that day. And, and draft yeah. was that day, right? Right, right. But it mm-hmm. was right after the draft had mm-hmm. had, had ended. So we, we had the results and we just kind of went through and analyzed the players more so than had predictions. We certainly didn't talk much about Donovan Mitchell. We said a little bit about him, Nothing. but that was obviously the whole league had underestimated right. him at that. Half the league underestimated him at that point. So it wasn't our best. That's okay because <laughs> it was our first. <laughs> hey, and it's going to be our 40th episode, Drew. I mean, that's a good round number to have. It's a good number. There's good basketball players, not Kwame Brown and not Greg Ostertag that were number Harrison 40. Harrison Barnes, number 40, man. Oh, it's definitely Harrison not Harrison Barnes, it's baby. Better not be Harrison Barnes episode, <laughs> Drew. Um, all right. I think, I think we're good. Yeah. You good? You got anything else to say? Um, let's go Iceland. World that, Cup. If you put a hundred bucks on Iceland to win it. Oh, yeah. It, it was huge. I put 20 on it. Shut up. Oh, yeah. What was it? It's like a hundred, like three hundred to one. I got, I got pretty good odds, dude. That's amazing. It's not likely that they win, but <laughs> go Iceland. They tied, they tied Argentina, baby. Let's go Iceland. Every this is what you know. Like Drew's sitting here worried about the World Cup, and I just give a fuck where 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 Kawhi Leonard's gonna go. That's yeah. all I'm thinking about. Yeah. But whatever, dude. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. We'll be back uh, in a couple days. One year anniversary, people. Send send our gifts to San Clemente, California. Yep, we're ghosts. Yoga bonita. Not afraid to let go uh, Inside, if you ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide, if you ever try to let go uh, I'm sad and all, yeah I'm sad and all, yeah I'm so not afraid to let go uh, Inside, if you ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide, if you ever try to let go uh, I'm sad and all, yeah I'm sad and all, yeah Guy gave her everything She took my heart and left me Broken hearts contentious I won't fix, I'd rather weep I'm lost and I'm found But it's torture being in love I love when you're around But I fucking hate when you leave I'm not afraid to let go You decide if you're ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide if you ever try to let go I'm sad and